This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts Starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Eric and I are saddled up in the hobby wagon this morning. Eric, how you doing? I got the seatbelt on. It's only the uh, just Safety the lap course. part. Yeah, they don't have the shoulder. shoulder yeah, it's, an, it's, it's the old, it's the older wagon. It, it didn't really yeah. have that sort of advanced safety features going on. So that's but but yes, I'm all strapped in because I believe we have a doozy today. Yes. So reaching into the back here, I've got a stack of these bad boys. Something that we we grew up with very heavily, and that is the board games. Oh boy, yeah, there's tons of them back here. There's long and narrow boxes. I think that's about it. <laughs> back in the day, I, mean, I think it was mostly long and most, narrow, right? Mostly, they they all tend to come in pretty uniformly sized boxes. Nowadays, they they come in all shapes and sizes. Oh. Um, Nowadays, you know. it's horrendous. It's awful putting it's, that stuff together. Well, you know, as a person who has a vast collection of board games nowadays. Yeah, them all coming in weird shapes and sizes makes makes storage and organization a little tricky. But what are you going to yeah, do? Back, I, I love no, me some no. games. Yeah, but back in the day, they did manage to make most of them the long skinny boxes, it seems, it seems yeah. to be. Right? Like yeah. Monopoly. Like yeah. the current day, if you saw Monopoly, they're all long and skinny in that aspect. And that's at least what I remember. I think there were a couple that were a little fatter, but they were all Maybe. long and skinny from what I yeah. can recall. Yeah, we've, we've played games ugh, forever. I, I feel like I remember games from when I was like five or so. I think the first game I ever played was hot up. Oh, here it is. Hi-Ho Cheerio. Oh, do there you, you go. Do you, do you remember? Did you ever play Hi-Ho Cheerio? Did that, did that yeah, survive yeah. the extra decade to make it into your hands? I didn't play the original Hi-Ho Cheerio. So I'm glad okay. that you found that. I, I did have, we had multiple versions um, here at my household for, you know, the multiple children. I believe we have a version now. That had purple and like pink and like lime green um, apples, which I oh. don't recall that being a thing. No, uh, they were all just red. Yeah, that's them, yeah. Yeah. Took them out of the bucket or put them into the bucket. Like I can't remember. It's been a long time since I played Hi Ho Cheerio. You, I believe you spun a wheel and you, you take picked, them out of the bucket. Yeah. You picked the. Uh, well, I guess they're cherries. Is Hi Ho Cheerio? They're not really apples. Yeah, it is cherries. cherries. You pull, you pull oh. which makes <laughs> it even weirder that they would be pink or green or purple or whatever. But yeah, you pull them out, and I, I believe there was some sort of thing with crows that somehow took took your cherries away. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I feel like good memory. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot yeah. minute, but those core memories, you know, endure. And actually, now that I think of it, I think there's a game that actually preceded that for me, and that was Cootie. Do you remember Cootie? Where you roll the dice and you build little bugs. Oh yes, yes, yes. Those are um, those are pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean, know who they are. We didn't have the box. We they were in like a a bag a or a container. Bag. Yeah, we yeah, had a, yeah. We had a ziplock, a ziplock bag. baggie. Yeah, because uh, I used to bust them out and just play with the bugs. As a yeah, wee because lad. they were pretty um, damn cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. And then I, like, I, oh no, this is a game. And I was like, oh what? Huh? Okay. Yeah. That was yeah, that's probably actually, my um, first intersection with a six sided die. Yeah, I guess. I guess that would be. Um, I don't remember playing the game as much. I didn't know it was a game. And um, they have recently emerged in my in my history because there is a giant cutie box at Toy Story Land uh, near the bathrooms. So because, oh. you know, we're shrunk down and everybody's playing with toys. 
Nice. And I can't recall if there's an actual life-size cutie or not, but there definitely is the box. I recall that. So that was um that was a quality game. Here's one that I remember as a youth was snakes and ladders. Oh yeah. Or shoots and ladders. However shoots you and ladders. Call it. Well, there was well, snake. There was snakes on the ladder, or or was so, there a different version? Well, traditionally it's snakes and ladders. Like the game that's been around forever is snakes uh-huh. and ladders. And you know the ladders take you up the board. The snakes send you down. The commercially available version that got popular was shoots and ladders. And I don't know why they felt the need. I mean, it, it actually makes more sense for them to be like little slides for them to be shoots. But I don't know why they didn't just Absolutely. go with the traditional snakes. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all go all Professor Todd here and say that it has to do with you know the serpent, and the satanic panic, oh. and you you don't want the devil influencing the young children and bringing them down. So of course, um, of course, why wouldn't? Although I would say that's an excellent allegory to teach the children that, you know, you deal with the serpent, you get set back in life. That seems like uh, a thing that you could you could leverage to great effect there. But, you know, you could make missed a good opportunities. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it, it could happen. Uh, but no, I remember playing a lot of shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders is fun, but shoots and ladders is also very. There's not a lot of strategy there. Like, it's all very well, this happened. And I hit this one shoot that sends me all the way to the beginning. Like, I remember not being happy with that even before, even when I was young, before I really understood strategy and tactics. And, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you're a kid, you just roll the die, do the thing. It's all fine. But even even with that game, even at a young age, I'm like, this game is bullshit. This is all just <laughs> random nonsense. Um, uh, yes, <sighs> yes, yes, indeed. I I don't remember too much. I mean, I remember playing it, but um, it is. I don't remember it being that enjoyable, to be quite honest, because I think it ended real quick. Like, I think it was pretty quick game. Well, it depends. Like, if you kept hitting shoots and kept getting shot back, like, it'd take forever. But then you'd have the other games where, like, oh, I hit the ladder, and then another ladder, and another ladder, and boom, and you're done. Like, it was very swingy in how that could go. I feel like the same was similarly true for Candyland. Because that was another one that got really heavy rotation. Oh, Candyland is a fun game. Um, yeah. I like Candyland. But that was, yeah, you pick cards and you have like random, you know, wordle blocks. <laughs> <laughs> As I like, they, it would be like two colors, one color, whatever. And that's how many colors you get to jump ahead. So right. I guess you could really like jump ahead super fast. Um, and I think there were shortcuts. We have a Candyland. Yeah. You know, it's funny because these these are classics. And oh, yeah. we have you know, versions. We have a Candyland version for sure. Um, we have Hi Ho Cherio. I do not believe I have any type of shoots and ladders or snakes and ladders variant. No. Uh, so I do not have that. Obviously, I do not have the cuties. I do. Oh, wait. I've got cooties in the house. We've got we've got a young niece that was all about them, and for some reason, her mom was anti cootie like she, she's like i do not want those in my house and you're like okay they can live at auntie abby's <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> like it was it was a weird flex but okay uh, um yeah. <laughs> okay we have we i would be very interested to hear the beef to see what is going on with that history yeah i'll have to i'll have to make some further inquiries because I, I don't i don't think i dove too deep into that i just remember that being a thing like oh yeah i picked up picked up cootie for amy jane i'm like oh cool she'll like that and then we were going to head over there i'm like should i grab cootie and abby's like oh no that stays here i was like okay yeah oh the the dark dark secrets Uh, of the cootie that's (laughs) (laughs) 
Here, here's one that um that hit my memory, but I don't know. So was there like a Peter Rabbit type game or some type of like Uncle Wiggly? Uncle Wiggly, yes. I couldn't remember anything about that game other than it was, you know, a, a rabbit named Uncle Wiggly because there were some bedtime stories that Dad used to read to us, Uncle Wiggly, um, and there was a game about it. Uh, that's all. Yeah, well, I, that's all I got. That's all I remember. I just remember the yeah. box, and then as I'm like thinking here, okay, what's the deal here? All right, I'm looking at it. They do sell Uncle Wiggly at Kohl's even for 15 bucks. Oh. So if you, which is like you I would get have that said, nowadays. Oh darn. Yes, okay. yes, that which huh. which is pretty crazy. Now it does look like there was also a Peter Rabbit game, um, but I believe I know for a fact the one I was thinking of was definitely Uncle Wiggly, which is. <laughs> crazy that you can pull that off the top of your head uh you know sometimes these memories they stick around i like i said i can't remember any of the actual uncle wiggly stories and i don't remember anything about the game but it was one of those things that that was a bedtime story that dad would read like whenever dad would do bedtime stories for me i would be like uncle wiggly uncle wiggly and he'd read i think he did like voices and stuff okay well that's fair uh, you know yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's like having your own, you know, audiobook, but in person. It's pretty oh, nice. Yeah. I guess that's how that works. Um, what other what other games did do you remember in your youth, or could you pull out of the back there if you have any? So there was reach? there was a game called Husker Do. I remember that, the name. That was it. It it was one of the oddball packages because it was like a like a square box, and it had checkers in it and like the top of it had little cutouts and there was a little wheel that spun oh, underneath yeah. of it. And it was basically memory. It was one of those matching games. Um, and you could change the layout by spinning the little dial and then you covered all the little oh. holes with these checkers. And then, you know, you open two checkers. If they match, you move on. If you don't, you put them back. And it was basically memory with, Oh, that's you know, a cool game. I no, remember that. I, 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 I'm I looking remember, at it. I remember playing the heck out of that, and I'd say that is probably the first game that I ever played solo, because you could do that. You could just go, I'm going to go into the game closet and play Husker Du, because I'm a sad little (laughs) five-year-old on a rainy day with no friends, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Um, But that's a thing that happened, and I have fond memories of that. In the one house, we had a game closet. Like, it was was part pantry. But what I remember it as is, you know, we had shelves and shelves that were just nothing but board games. I think puzzles. I think we also stored the puzzles there. Sure. But yeah, I'd, we'd, we'd go in there and all the games and bust them out. Played a lot of Sorry as a youth. Yeah, Sorry. Played, a lot, Sorry, played yeah. a lot of Sorry nowadays. Like, Sorry is just a quality game. Like, we play it with the girls, you know, and they're, you know, both freaking adults at this point. Parcheesi. Parcheesi's high qual. See, I don't know anything about. No, I don't know anything about Parcheesi. I mean, it's obviously a very fun name. Not as fun as Husker Do, to be quite honest. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Parcheesi is a pretty fun name. I'm gonna Google it now, which is fun to find how bad I spell this. Okay, I do remember Parcheesi. Boy, that is vintage. So it looks kind of like a sorry. Is that like similar concept? It's very similar. You're getting four pieces. You're taking from you know from home base to the end goal thing and you go around the rules are slightly different it's it's dice instead of cards and there are no you know go back four spaces like there are in sorry to let you cheat <laughs> to get, Hold on. get your folks home quicker okay so sorry is the one that has the ball in the middle the dome that you push down on it oh no, no that's trouble 
Oh, okay. Which is all like like you know how most sports are just tennis in various forms. Like <laughs> hockey is just tennis on ice. Ping pong is just tennis, uh, you know, on a table. Sure. Um, soccer is tennis, but you have to use your feet. Like there are a lot of games that are essentially, you know, parcheesy or sorry or trouble. It's all the same thing. Like you're, sure. you're taking your people from this area, you're doing a lap around the board and going home. With trouble, sure. you've got the popomatic bubble thing that rolls yeah. the die for you. Uh-huh. Uh, with parcheesy, you've got two dice that you roll. With sorry, you're you're drawing cards, and there's slight remember that at all. for all of those, but ultimately they're all doing the same okay. sort of thing. All right, so I need to look into sorry because for some reason I'm like, hey, when you say cards, I'm like, what? Well, cards. Oh, yeah, so, I'm like, no, you so, pop the ball. <laughs> oh no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you've got cards, and you you move your guys, and they're little slides where if you hit this little triangle, you slide forward a bunch, and if anybody's in your way, you you knock them home. And there's a card called Sorry that if you pick it up, you can take one of your people from the home, from your little home area, and put them anywhere there's already a person, and you send them home. Oh, okay. And yeah. And the the baller move is because you, in order to get your people out, you need to pull either a one or a two card, and then you put them, you know, get them outside That's of your home and put correct. them on the main oh, track. Okay. If you draw a two, you get to put them out, and then you get to draw another card. Yeah. And so so the the boss move is you, you you do a two to pull your guy out, and then the four cards instead of moving forward four you move backwards four. So if you come out and you move back four, that now puts you right in line to just go directly home. You don't have to go all the way around the board. It's like a shortcut. Yeah. No, I get you. I I get. I'm looking at the boards now, and I'm and I understand what trouble is the the ball, and it has like the um little pegs that you move around yeah, yeah and you have to move yeah. them up and now i do remember sorry so sorry for the trouble uh <laughs> confusion well um well played eric well played is it is it <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad uh one of my favorites was clue i enjoyed clue very oh, much yeah. we oh, yeah. had we had a clue and we did not have all the pieces so i think we used a toothpick for the lead pipe yep <laughs> Yep. Do you remember? Do you remember yeah. that? Uh, oh yeah, because we, we lost the lead pipe in the uh, in the rope, and so there was a toothpick in there for the lead pipe, and I feel like there was just some snarly piece of yarn that we put I, in I for agree. the rope. That that sounds very like us. And this yeah. is an older game, so like you weren't writing on the cards, so we had to make our own like little uh, pieces of paper to you know oh, for the cards. See, you can probably blame blame Dog you? Guy for that because oh, I remember there being cards. When of we course. were playing, but I imagine yeah. it's been around long enough that by the time it got to you, those were all, you know, exhausted. Oh, no, so. no. I, and that goes for any game that had cards, which I, I mean, <laughs> like, slips. I don't, yeah, I don't recall us ever really buying any brand new games. So all these games were like purchased in the heyday of, of your, you know, your guys, which yeah. I mean, could be true to be said probably about most kids, you know, being the fourth, that's like, well, we don't need any more games. We already have all these. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the only game that I remember buying, and geez, at this point in time, I don't even know if the name of it's correct, but I do remember I was a, I was a hot shot on uh, Show and Tell in uh, in second grade. It was like a pizza game. It it was basically I'm gonna find the name of it. Hopefully, Pizza Party. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Going for sixty bucks on uh, online right now. Wow. Yeah. This yeah, does. But, this must have gotten acquired after I'd left because I don't. No. No. It was. All. It, well, it was a second grade either birthday party present or something like that, but okay. it was like the only game that I remember actually getting. Um, not a hard game, 
but um, essentially you just like there were like four like little tra- like pizza tray type things that had pepperoni on it, and you yeah. flipped over pepperoni and you tried to make your pizza like mushrooms, onion, pepperoni, and, and vice versa. I don't okay. remember the, the entire game, but I just remember it was a hit with the second year old or second graders. So nice. um, that's the only game that I ever remember really getting that's in fair. my youth. All the other ones came from you guys. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you played a lot of games. It was before you had your video games, Eric. No, see, your, I don't remember. A million channels of television and your internets. Darn it. We hung out I in know. the game closet and we played Hoosker Do by ourselves. Yes, you did. You sound. <laughs> Sound like a Weird Al uh, song now. Yeah, a little um, bit, a little bit. When I was your age, yes. Yeah. Um, I do not uh, remember playing many board games with the family. So with that, so you guys might have played a lot, but I think maybe the age group. I think uh, the age difference that. probably shifted that. Like, yeah, again, yeah. When I was young, I mean, Dawn and I are only like four years apart, and yeah. I mean, mom and dad were <laughs> thinking back on it. Like young as hell. Like they would have been in their thirties. Yeah. Just boggles my mind when I think about it now. But like living out in the country, got a couple of kids that are at the right age. Like, yeah, we'd get together and do, you know, game nights. We'd have craft nights, whatever. Like by the time you and Crystal came around and were old enough to do that sort of a thing, like Don and I were starting to go off and do our own thing. Like we we just weren't it wasn't set up to be quite as cohesive for everybody to hang out all together, comma, and get along, I think is, is really sure. what it comes down to. Sure. You know, we all liked each other just fine, but, you know, 16-year-old Todd's like, yeah, do I really want to hang out with my annoying six-year-old brother and everybody? I got D&D to go play somewhere. Like You were you playing know. games elsewhere, yes. Right, right. No, no, I I definitely understand that. But I so with that being said, I don't remember playing many of these games at all, if any. You know, I yeah. remember having these. I must have played them because I can remember some. But I do have zero memories, zero core memories of pl- sitting down playing these board games with the family. Um, but and that and that's fine. But that we know they exist, and I must have played with somebody. Maybe I played with Crystal. Who the yeah. heck knows? But yeah. uh, so I'm looking at a couple other ones here, and there's there's the classics. Did uh, I know we had life and I remember we had it before because um, you get to pick like a blue or a pink character, I think. And then you could right. like, get your have your, have yourself a family and all that jazz. Right. Right. So that um, did we ever have a guess who or I don't operation? remember. I don't remember having I don't this. remember guess who or operation. I remember like various extended family like cousins had operation and playing around ah. with that. But I don't think we ever had operation. Yeah. And, and the the one that I wanted. That I don't recall having, and if we did, I've never got to play it. Was Mousetrap? Like, yeah, we did not have Mousetrap. It's funny; it was probably within the last couple years. Lily, wild hair up her ass, just decided she wanted Mousetrap, and so we we got Mousetrap, and she had it all set up. Mousetrap seems like one of those things that's more fun to play with than to actually play, because there's a lot of setup with the whole oh, there's Rube a lot Goldberg. of setup. yeah situation there that like i don't think i've ever played like i said lily got it and and played around with it but i don't think we ever sat down to play the thing (laughs) um i will well i will tell you that um during this year's holiday season uh you know there's always a good sale on board games you can always get board games pretty cheap and um hungry hungry hippos was one that we never Mm. at least i didn't have 
But no. I, and I'm telling you, from the morning cartoons or the cartoons that were recorded in the 80s that I watched on VHS, right. had in heavy rotation, Hungry Hungry Hippos, oh, yeah. Operation, yep. and Mousetrap. So yep. when I saw Mousetrap was on sale, we got Mousetrap. And um, uh, we have yet to play it yet. Lauren tried to put it together the one day. Um, with She was with Miles by herself, and he wanted to play, and she tried to put it together and go well. And then I came home. I wasn't playing it at the moment. But what we'll have to do, Todd, is we're going to have to have ourselves a mousetrap game, and we're going to have to play mousetrap because I feel – I mean, the pictures or the, the – honestly, the commercials really oh, sold yeah. the heck out of that game. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I am a proud owner. Uh, by you know, by the children own it, but I'm I'm able right. to use it anytime. We do have mousetrap, which oh next to next Jersey Fest we'll like have to classic. have a we'll have to have a mousetrap competition. Absolutely. Yeah, and and as and I mean anybody that's not aware, um, board games are not my thing. They they just you know I don't do much of those. Um, yeah. Where it is Todd's thing. So for yeah, me I'm to play surprised. mousetrap is. Yeah, I'm surprised you've contributed as much to this episode because we, you know, in the pregame, we're like, yeah, what's what's next in the hobby wagon? I'm like, well, I, you know, I love me some board games. I've got a lot of memories of board games, and I just figure you'd be like, yep, <laughs> like, hey Eric, do you remember this thing? <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, did you ever play? Uh, uh-uh. uh. Like, I'm I'm surprised you've you're you're even in on this because yeah, you are, of all all four of the Hersey children. You're like the odd duck in that you're like, yeah, games. I, I, don't, I, I don't do games. The rest of us are all yeah. game freaks. Oh, you guys are all about it. Yeah. And I and I'm, you know, you will have to really drag me to the table and which the family <laughs> does on several occasions. You know, I will like, unfortunately, yeah. will be like, OK, that's that's fine. But I will tell you, here's a couple. I will give you one that I really enjoy. And I think I saw it at Crystal's house and maybe you even have it. The game Bonkers is one of my favorites oh this game um, is bonkers is is super fun i yeah that's crystals and and trust me if there were a way to get that game out of her house into mine that shit would happen. Uh, Todd, i mean i guess i, mean, I could just methods. go on ebay or, or amazon <laughs> or whatever to make this happen but no i need mm. to steal crystals <laughs> yes well i mean you've all you need to do is get a couple uh, de- you know, people talking to Crystal, and you know, you've done it with shirts at my house before. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. We can we can pull that heist. No, but the game we need to. So explain what Bonkers is, if you can. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to do it justice. Basically, it's 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 a, a board game, and there it, you go around a track, you know, as as you do with most board games, and you know, every time you make a lap, you get a point, sort of a deal. The difference is, is that where in most board games, you know, each of the little spaces is numbered or you roll a die to move forward. Uh, with this game is bonkers. All of the spaces are, are sort of blank and everybody has these little cardboard sort of like chits, kind of like cards that are the instructions for that space. So like you'll have. A bunch of these in your hand is like move forward one, move back two, you know, move back seven, mm-hmm. move forward three. And so when you, whenever you move your piece to and land on a spot that's empty, you get to pick what that space does. Like, oh, I want that to be a move forward three. And then you move yourself forward three. And, and but that piece stays in there. So you're basically programming the board. Yes. As yes. you're playing, which is one of the things that I love about it, because like once oh, you get enough pieces on there, you can kind of figure out, OK, so if I have it go forward to 
then that'll put me on this space that moves me back five, which moves me forward three, which is forward 20. Like you can figure out, you can like reverse engineer the maximum path around the board. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, freaking well, it just great. puts you in a bunch of sequences. I remember that yeah. always. And it just, it's, yeah. it's a hoot around the table. I do remember playing that um, with older, maybe church folk or something. I don't know. Yeah. I do have a, I have somewhat of a core memory of playing that with folk, but that's a quality game. The other game that I recall, and I believe you picked it up at one point in time was, and, and I'm sure no one's have heard of this, but it is mad. The magazine. Oh, I have um, the mad magazine game here at the house. Oh, you yeah. do. I do. It, I do. It, it, what is it, Todd? <laughs> so it's, it, you know, again, it's, you, you go around the track and there are various, it's, it's kind of a parody satire piece of monopoly in that there are, there are, you know, I forget what they're called, but the equivalent of like chance and community chest cards. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, and you it's go a around of monopoly and, and <laughs> the, the, the thing is, is that the goal of this game is to get rid of all of your money. Mm-hmm. Like you want to drop money. So like the penalty things is like collect $200. You're like, ah, oh, damn. It's I remember awesome. You go around the board counterclockwise. Uh huh. Just to mess with people. And you have to roll with your left hand. If you catch somebody <laughs> yeah. rolling the dice yeah. with their with their with their right hand, you, you you call shenanigans and they you know get money from the bank or something. Yeah, well you got you scream um, mad or something, right? Yeah, something, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just got you know all little little goofy cartoons and stuff on it, and it's it's just funny and you know. I mean, ultimately, it's the uh, and, and it's, it's just good stuff. Like Monopoly, if you like Monopoly, it's essentially the it's the opposite of Monopoly, but a quirky, yeah. weird, you know, obviously par you know. A parody which i'm all for so yeah that's that's quality stuff now did you play did you play like checkers or chess or chinese checkers i remember playing a bunch of chinese checkers with mom um yes she, i remember she that board. she had she had an old metal thing that had like mm-hmm. little drawers for the marbles that was that played a lot of that yeah. checkers i i don't think anybody was too into checkers checkers is too too basic for for, for our taste um, I did teach myself chess via books from the library, and I was okay. curious. I think I played dad chess maybe twice in my life. Like, chess is one of those things that, like, I think it's good to know. It's good to learn. It's, it can be interesting. But there are basically three categories of people. People who know chess exists but don't know how to play. People who know how to play chess and play chess all the time you know the old men you see in the park or the you know folks who are in chess club or whatever and then there's that middle group of yeah i know how chess works i don't play because it's not that super fun and no one ever wants to play so this is just knowledge i have trapped in my head for no good reason um (laughs) because like i've tried to get abby to play chess she's like yeah how about we play something fun instead i'm like okay fine See, I don't mind chess. I mean, granted, I haven't played chess for a long time. Um, yeah. I was a part of the initial uh, chess team, Mar- the first ever inaugural Martin's Ferry chess team. Oh, really? Um, y- yes. I didn't play it. I didn't do any meets or anything. I think it was just because <laughs> it was fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so I'm like, no. I had the resume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I was officially, that was officially a thing that I was in. So I do remember, I do know how to play chess. I don't remember playing chess with anyone at our house, but I did play it in high school yeah. against people in, in I feel, at the end of English class. I feel like there was a point where I maybe tried to teach Crystal how to play, or mm-hmm. I did teach Crystal to play. But again, 
I think we played maybe once or twice, and she's like, "Yeah, this is boring. Let's 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 do something with fun colors and sure. hijinks." Like, yeah, you know, which is fine. Like, I I don't fault her for that. Uh, you know, it's that that's a legit response. It's you know, sure. I mean, it, it's, you know. it's it's that is fair. Now, do you remember ever playing Jenga? Yeah, I remember I when Jenga first came out. It, um, it, I feel like I feel like Grandma and Grandpa Hersey yep. had it. That's, um, that's what I was thinking of. And, that's the only time and I, I remember it. And I remember, you know, of course, us all talking about it. And our our uncle Donald is like an engineer and a smart guy. And I remember him breaking out like the the calipers, like the electronic calipers, to like measure the Jengas to see, you know, how far off they were because they're they're all the same size, but they're not exactly the same size. And he he wanted to look into the science on that. And that's a very specific memory that I have from. Jengas. I would him, I, I him would say out the calipers to check it out and oh. Talking about the I, tolerances, and I mean, I would have been like, I don't know, uh, 12, 15, whatever. Like, I would have been young enough to be like, well, that's that's goofy and weird, and I appreciate that, because um, that seems like a thing I would do. Maybe, um. <laughs> maybe. I do remember that coming out, and I remember that, like, you know, when you're at parties and so forth, that was an entertaining game to watch other people play. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, th- I mean, Jenga is probably in that aspect. Like, you watch a lot of people play games, and it's not nearly as exciting. But for some reason, the Jenga, you could watch other people and has, you know, kind of cheer on how high can you get it, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'll, oh, yeah. And I'll live through the suspense. So, I think that's a fun one. And we've, um, as a parent, though, um, Jenga is a pain in the ass um, <laughs> for multiple well, reasons. Yeah. Number one, yeah. uh, trying to keep it, keep all the pieces together. Right. You know, is, is key. And then also trying to put the pieces in the damn box is it's like you have to you have to put it together to, you know, to to clean up. And mm-hmm. like that's just not how you normally do games. You take things yeah. apart, put them away. Yeah. And that's, that's the other the other aspect. What well, other Jenga? Yeah. Jenga, as you may recall, you know, because we're both big gamers when we got married. Rather than have a guest oh, yeah. book, mm-hmm. we went to all the local, you know, secondhand shops and bought like three or four Jenga sets and just a bunch of Sharpies. Yeah. And everybody signed Jenga pieces as as, as our wedding guest book. Um, uh, yes. So, that was cool. oh, yeah, I, I remember very, that. very well versed in the Jenga. Yeah, no, Jenga's Jenga's a good game. I mean, I could find myself. That's a good one. Um, you know, one game that I remember we had. And this was a recent purchase. So I, this was a game that we must have. Now, I didn't buy it. But we either got it for Christmas or <laughs> like somebody bought it was Scattergories. Now, did you oh. play that with uh, with the folks at all? Or was that when you were? I feel like I, I feel like that came after. I mean, I've played the heck out of some Scattergories later in life. Excellent. Excellent game. But I don't think I don't I don't, I don't know if it was around when the when the folks when I was at home. Yeah, it, it seems uh, like, like some it was of those, later. Like, like Pictionary, I feel like came yeah. out later. Um, mm-hmm. Scattergories is one of them. I think, I mean, Trivial Pursuit was around, but that really wasn't our sort of a jam no, growing up. No, but no, Scattergories is fun. I don't I remember like what it is. I'm looking at the board box now, and I can't recall um, exactly what you had to do. Like I'm thinking taboo, and it's not taboo. I know. Yeah, you, I understand. You, you had to come now. up. You had to come up with a bunch of words that start with. A particular letter, oh, I think. Okay. And well, and see, because there's categories, and then we have a game called Scattergories Categories, which is a oh. variation of that. And because I've played both of them, I often get confused as to which is which. But it, it's it's a word game. It's a you you have to come up with words, and I think they have to start with a certain letter, um, sort of a thing. 
you know you got so much time yeah there's a yeah. there's like a dice here that i would assume has i think it's a 20 sider with letters instead of yeah numbers it does it, yeah it has to be I, I i imagine it's a 20 sided dice um yeah i don't think do they make a 26 side <laughs> oh they do they do a 26 but... side dice if you if you can think of it, somebody has made a die for it, Eric. Oh, okay. I mean, Let's... yeah, I've got I've got three siders. Well, and some okay. of them actually have three sides. Some of them are six siders that just have one, two, and three on it twice. Yeah, sure. Okay. But no, well, I fair. mean I'd have to look, but I'm sure someone has figured out how to work the math to get a twenty twenty six sided die. I'm I'm sure of it. Sure. Speaking of dice, there were a whole bunch of dice games. Um, I don't remember what you would play. Did you play any dice games with the family? Uh, mom was a bunko. I mean, I, I is, is that what it is, bunko? Okay. Bunko. Yeah, she had she had dice that had little skunks on them, and I I can't remember if it was in the place of the one or the six, and I I'll be honest, I'd have to look up the rules for bunko. I think you rolled three dice at a time and tried for something. I I don't remember, but we played a lot of bunko growing up. Uh, Yahtzee was in pretty heavy rotation, dice game wise. Okay, I'm familiar with Yahtzee. Yeah. There was like yeah. some 600 or some other game that I remember playing with mom. That was something like you had to get to a certain number. Like you'd roll, I think you kept rolling dice until you got to a certain number and, and so forth. But yeah, I mean, memories are difficult on well, those ones. I mean, and it's tricky because, and again, this might not intersect with you being not the big gamer, but like I not only grew up playing games as a youth. And then I kind of branched off and played my own games, <laughs> you know, sure. but like as adults, like mom and crystal and I like continued to, to enjoy games and like mom and crystal get together like every Sunday and play games. And it seemed like every time I would come into town and go into crystal, they'd be like, have you ever played 14? I'm like, I uh, don't know. Well, let's teach Like, it seemed like they would teach me a new game every time I come in. I mean, to the effect that I can't remember half of them because I only ever played it once. <laughs> and sure. all of their games have numbers. Like, you ever play five, you're, we're going to play 500. Play 14. We're going to play, the, you know, it, it's hard to keep it all straight. But it was always good sure. times. But, like, when you talk about dice games, like, there was one dice game fairly recently. They're like, here's how this works. And you roll these six dice and you do this or that or you know, whatever. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to need you to write this down so I can play with Abby because I won't remember this. And so, yeah, there's there's all the games there. And like, I, I don't even think we should even try to get into card games because oh. there's just I, old I'm, made. I'm a lost I mean, I, word. I mean, old made. Old made. Go, go fish. Go I mean, fish. Old, I remember old, having those classic cards. Those are those are awesome. They were like bigger cards for kids. Yeah. I mean, old made has a special place in my heart from high school Spanish class. That's independent of any family playing. Okay. Did you um, play Old Maid in high school Spanish class, I'm guessing? My senior year, Spanish 2, because I am not good with foreign languages. And it, if I didn't have to have two two years of it, I probably wouldn't have. Okay. Um, But my senior year, it was Spanish 2, and it was the Spanish teacher's first year teaching. Like, she, okay. this is her first teaching gig. Poor, poor woman. I still feel poor. feel badly. Yes. Because it was me and, you know, of course, I'm a senior in what realistically should have been a sophomore class of Spanish, too. Um, yeah. And so I'm in with a bunch <laughs> of sophomores or whatever. But because I was a senior, even though I was not a very popular 
high school kid, like, you know, sure. like I, w- I was the lowest tier of senior popularity wise. But when you're hanging around with sophomores, you're kind of, you know, the prince at that point. You know what I mean? Of course. Yes. I um, Yes. But we'd go in, we'd sit, she'd get to teach for maybe 10 minutes before everybody just started doing their own thing. And eventually she got into the rotation with, you know, screw it. I'm going to get 15 minutes of solid instruction. And then we're just going to let these little heathens do what the fuck they want to. And so... After those 15 minutes, you would, you know, break into groups to discuss and practice. One of one of us would get would head down to the soda machine and grab Mountain Dews for everybody. One of us would go buy candy bars from the Spanish club. And then we would all converge in one corner, break out the cards and literally play old maid for the rest <laughs> of the last period. Um, and every now and again, we try and say things in Spanish to, to whatever. But. No, my, my fondest old maid memories are from, uh, you know, Spanish too. my senior year. Of high that's school. that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Todd, do you have any other board games you would like to uh, discuss or throw mention at? I mean, from the hobby wagon perspective, I think that covers most of them. I guess the honorable mention would be pushover, which is, yes. again, a game I have from the youth that I, just describing it just doesn't make any sense. It's. The pieces are on like a little track that you push around and you go around the track and collect these little, little yellow rings. But the pieces are these old white dudes and other dudes like sitting on their shoulders, like Google pushover board game. And it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's actually very fun to play. It's got a sort of press your luck sort of, style gameplay where you roll dice and you want you want to get like a four but if you go over a four you lose your turn like it's it's it actually plays very well but just looking at it's like what the fuck were these 70s people thinking oh yeah i remember it being uh now you recently was there like some recent uh acquisition or like you tried to get this game or something because i remember this being a topic of conversation here uh, I think off, I think I got it from, on. Yeah, I got it from like it, the copy I have is the copy we had as children. Like, oh, I think we okay. may have had a conversation when it first came back into my hands. Yeah, um, there you go. No, it's it's good stuff. That's fantastic. But yeah, I think yeah. I think that's all I got. Like, I, I could go on and on forever about games. Oh, a lot of well, that is you modern era type stuff. But sure. as far as the hobby wagon is concerned, this is that I think that's what I got. Any any last bits from you? No, no. I mean, you really pulled out as much as I can recall, (laughs) to be quite honest. I think I named every board game that I can think of, um, which was nice, fun time. And I did Google searches and got all the memories of these games. And I I still picture the the hallway that they were in uh, adjacent to the little bathroom. And I'm just, you know, so all good. And then Todd burnt that house down. So thank you, Todd. I do what I can. So got to got to got to conceal the evidence or, you know protect the legacy i don't know yes. if somebody else moved in they would not have had as fun times with other board games so i just had to you know keep, keep correct that thing. i don't know I, I think i think we're done here eric let's let's we get are. out of the car let's 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 park this bad boy and and move on with our lives thank you eric for reliving the board game fun times thank you listeners for hanging in there with us and until next time i hope y'all have a good one Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. 
Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Thank you.